It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. 1017 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, LA Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 1017 The Team. And a nice greeting for Pilipovich by everybody here at Air Force, welcoming him back to the Academy. Down 14. Here's new happen, but they gotta play defense. Right now they can't stop the low. Omsiel. And traffic hits it over Petritus. Tremendous lift off the bench for Omsiel to transfer from Dayton. Well, there you go. Pete Gillen giving his analysis of how hard it is to stop the Lobos. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Joe O'Neill. That is Sam Hauser. Team talk with you till 7 o'clock tonight. And Sam, Saturday was a good day for Lobo Athletics. I mean, the men win in convincing fashion at the Air Force Academy. Then the women follow it up with a shocking win at UNLV. UNLV had, was 33-1 and in their last 34 games at half. We're going to have Coach Mike Bradbury on around 5.40 this afternoon, get his thoughts on that big win. Uh, but, you know, getting back to the Lobos, the win at Air Force, of course, there's... The, you know, the people, there's got to be concern. Can they feed off the adrenaline? You know, like, you know, of, can they find the adrenaline being on the road? Uh, I'll tell you, it didn't hurt that there was hundreds of Lobo fans in attendance at the same time there, Sam. That'll make it a little easier. But you talk about, like, them on a business trip. That was, that was, a, that was a very high-level business trip going in there. Very prepared for Air Force and... Like, just did it on, on both ends of the court, end up winning the game uh, by, what was it, 16? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, I'm sorry, it was 19. Uh, so, yeah, Lobos end up winning the game 85-66. to 66. So they're like 1-by-18, 1-by-18, 1-by-19 in their last three games in the Mountain West. And, I mean, business trip is, is a good way to put it because that was the only thing that was going to get in their way was if this was anything but a business trip. And that was the question that I had. So I mean, that that's where this was coming from. Was I was the one that wasn't sure if they were going to be able to take care of a business. Never mind taking care of business that way. Like you just want to, you just need to come out of there with a win. But that was everything that any Lobo fan could have imagined. It was methodical. They came in knowing that they were the better team. They played like the better team. They beat Air Force at their own game. That's. It wasn't even just that they won and they won convincingly. Like the first couple of minutes, well, kind of I, I out think the way not that- at in Air Force. Like the the efficiency that they played with is, was emblematic of what Air Force usually uh, tries to emulate. Well, right, and and really just from the standpoint of the steals. I mean, these guys go against each other in practice, so all the things that Air Force does well, and they did that to the Lobos to their credit. In the first couple minutes of the game, they were getting the steals. The passing lanes weren't there. The Lobos had to make the adjustment where the way that they were used to just getting the ball down low, Air Force was taking that away because these guys see it in practice all the time. But the way that the Lobos were able to flip that and Air Force was having trouble getting shots off in the first half because they were getting in the way of the passing lanes the way the, the Falcons usually do to everybody else. That's what I'm saying. They beat them at their own game. Yeah, You see that every day in practice and... It's one thing when you're racking up steals against the rest of the conference, but we know 
everything about that is a different animal. And it was just, it was, it was beat down. It really was. This team talk, Joe Neal, Sam Hauser. If you have any thoughts, 505-994-1017. And really the, the beatdown occurred in the first half. The Lobos go into the half, at, you know, up 44-24. Air Force outscored them 42-41. to But there was no letdown in the, the second half. I mean, that's going to happen. And also you got a team when they're down 20, they're still going to run their stuff the same as... As they would if they were up by 20. So, like, they're going to play through the final buzzer, and New Mexico just, like, maintained the double-digit lead. They withstood everything uh, that Air Force was, like, throwing at them. I, when we had... Um, the, the guy from uh, from Colorado Springs on... Uh, Carson Field. Carson Field on yeah. Friday. Uh, we talk about the game, and he... Uh, He's he said that he really thinks this is a good Air Force team, and, and I agree with him. Uh, like, I they're, they're, they they play poorly. They're, they're 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 well coached. I mean, here I'm I'm talking about a team that just got beat by 19. But remember, the game before they went into overtime against CSU, and then the game before that was a nail biter against loss. San Jose. I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or is that what it was? Yeah. Um, but the and, last the, the last two were the, theirs for the taking. Th- that's what it was. That, that's what it was. Um, but so like I I. I, I think that's what we're gonna see out of Air Force like till they got not they get knocked out of the Mountain West tournament, Sam. Um but like this goes this is all about the Lobos as you stated. Like beating them at their own game. And the Lobos had to make adjustments. I think the best you know, example of that is using your entire roster. Um Nelly Jr. Joseph, we talked about um, Morris Udeze having a a game where he struggled up there. Like, sometimes you use different guys in different situations, okay? In, like, most games, Nelly Jr. Joseph's going to play 29 minutes in the game, and uh, Mustafa Amzil's going to play 19 minutes. It was reversed, and Amzil played the 29 minutes, and Nelly Jr. plays the 18 minutes, like, because that was, like, that personnel being in there was, like, a better fit, and Amzil, like, filled that void, like, and performed very well, Um, but before, like, you go on to talk, like, JT Toppin, come on, Sam, like, he just continues to, uh, like, you know, everything from his demeanor, everything from his athleticism, his touch around the basket, everything goes in, Sam. I mean, he he lays it up there so softly and uses angles and uses the backboard. Uh, when, like, there's a, a loose ball, it seems like one guy's hand will be the one to tip it to a teammate and, you know, get the get the ball on the loose. It's, uh, yeah, it's JT Toppin over and over again, and I wish I had said it before him. Coach Richard Patino, we got audio from him saying, let's quit, you know, comparing him to the freshman, this, that. He won freshman player of the week again, right? He, he did. It's it's like a radio thing that we might do from back in the day. Oh, JT won freshman of the week again. Yep. Except he actually did win freshman of the week again. And that's number six? Number six. Okay, I, why hasn't he won player of the week? Like, I, I mean, he, uh, I, I think he's like in that, 
if you're naming an all-conference team, he's in the discussion here. I mean, uh, like, forget that he's a freshman. Just what he's doing. Without knowing the exact rules, and we can look into this. I might have to just for curiosity sake, just because you bring it up. Without knowing the rules, I do wonder if they really do hardline separate it where it's freshman of the week, and if you're a freshman, there isn't that crossover. Because if there was, he would have won it already. He would have been Mountain West Player of the Week a couple, at least once or twice already. I, I don't know. So, okay, I like I said, before I stop talking, I'm like, what, I'm burying the lead here. Uh, Poppin just like made every play when Air Force even thought they had a chance to come back. Every play. Uh, and, you know, his success is facilitated by uh, all those Lobos around him. Uh, you know, if there's a blemish that, like, we'll look at was uh, for the game, New Mexico was a 4 of 19 from behind the three-point line. The good news on that is they got 19 attempts, which, like, hopefully that... that you make, just want him to keep taking them. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully that make number will will uh, improve. But but here is uh, the inside story on this. All right. So in not we did this before the last game, and we'll continue to look at it. In in shots taken inside the three point line against the Air Force, New Mexico is thirty one of 69 percent. Like the, they had those kind of numbers against Utah State too. Mm-hmm. And that just tells me, like, their game plan, their coaching, like, the guys buying in to making the extra pass, like, that. that's on display. And I don't know if a lot of people are, are talking about it enough. It's been an impressive job of coaching from not only Coach, you know, Filipovich, and, you know, he was mentioned in this because he used to coach at Air Force, but, Mike, it starts at Coach Richard Patino and extends to all the assistant coaches and advisors, and then, like, having, like, the film broken down and explaining what works, like, here's what works, here's what doesn't work. Uh, I mean... They're they're a really difficult team to play against, and New Mexico withstood all of that and and wins by 19. Success builds upon success. This is what happens when you get a little bit going off the ground. You start to get better players, and then you know it's it's like a, it's like a video game when you start from scratch with a brand new create a player, and he's an overall 66. You keep finding ways to get better, and everything just starts kind of fitting into place, and you end up with guys like JT, like True, like Donnie, and they end up be blossoming into the players that they are now. There was a play, I, I didn't write down exactly the timestamp of when it was, but there was a play that JT made in the second half on Saturday where he catches the ball at the block with his back to the basket, and he spins around to where he's facing the basket, in a way that I don't know how he didn't drag a pivot foot or get called for a travel or a double dribble. It's how technically sound these guys are. And it's one thing to say, I mean, you know, when you're going into play Air Force, you know that everything has to be, there's not that margin for error. Everything has to be technically sound. It's one thing to know that. It's another to put that on display the way that they did. That's why, I mean, I I put this game, it's silly to say because San Diego State and Utah State are ranked and they're at the top of the conference and they're going to be the top seeds, but this win is just as big because everybody's been saying, go do it on the road. And yes, it's Air Force, and yes, Air Force is outside the top 200 in the net, but go do it on the road. And they went and did it on the road, and they were the same team on the road that they were against San Diego State and against Utah State. Yeah, and, you know, throw out the game-to-game stats from their three-headed monster at point guard, 
because collectively it's just they they take over games some of them have better statistical numbers game in and game out but you know uh here, you know here here's an example talked about okay well they lost up there last year they didn't have Jalen house well Jalen house played 28 minutes this time he scored nine points but but like yeah, I think it, Pete Gillen said the word emotional more times than he scored. Well, yeah, uh, I, I will also tell you this, and and kudos to you know the, this is all uh, part of you know what makes up their team. But like it would have been very tempting that Lobo bench was down at the end where the football players for Air Force they come and have a good time and you know uh, get out of their their day in day out routine a little bit. And I've been to a game there, and they show, showed up in force that time. And and what they're trying to do is get you know the antagonize the, the the visiting team big time. And and they've got really good material. It's all clean, Sam. Of okay? course. But when you've got like all these guys, you know, going to this academy together, they're going to be ribbing each other big time. So like they've got good material if they're trying to rib, you know, you as an opposing player. And there was a brief moment when Jalen was getting into it with him. And actually like in that case, it ignited. They, they went on a run like Jalen made a layup and then they were talking and then he hit a three and I think they got a breakaway dunk. And it was like, it shut up those Air Force football players quickly. But you know, with the Lobo bench down by that end you could see they weren't engaging with them they were just you know it's like good bench behavior type thing it, it was just a professional performance by the lobos i mean uh, and that's what i go back to it was a business trip and that's where you again where these messages are resonating with these guys where it is a business trip and you know going back to i mean this is a perfect time just because of what you just mentioned there and the way that all that went it's a perfect time to circle back to We've played the clip a couple of times on the show of, of Coach Patino saying, you know, I mean, he, he's honest and open with us. Like He'll tell us about conversations that he has with these guys individually, behind the scenes. He'll, he's not afraid to, to pull back the curtain. And some of what he would say about you know talking to these guys about your brand and everything that you do in public is for your brand. And what's going to be different this time around? Because, I mean, I, I don't, for good reason, I understand why. Some, you know, some Lobo fans don't want to talk about it. Some don't care. Some don't want to hear about it. Lobos are ranked today. They're twenty. They're, that number twenty-five is going to be next to their name when they play San Jose State Wednesday night at nine o'clock. And the question, you know, the, the, for for any team in every sport, it's always what's going to be different this time. And all you have to look at is the way that that game went from start to finish, fighting through some adversity in the very beginning. What you mentioned there about the little back and forth. What's going to be different this time? The focus is just there. I'm so glad you remembered or you reminded me that like when you're when you're ranked in the top 25 the real real benefit of that is the, every time the the scroll comes along of a game coming up or whatever they're listed in that 25 today tomorrow and Wednesday now, it's going to say number like, 25 they don't use that when they're trying to pick you know at large teams for the mountain or for the NCAA tournament but like, there's no better publicity than being in there. You know, Coach Bliss was the master of that. His team, their, their non-conference schedule was like against New Mexico State and maybe uh, like one other school in a one-day Anaheim tournament, the Wooden Classic, or something like that. But l let me just tell you, th their non-conference schedule. Doug Ash was always kidded about it. You know, he was Coach Bliss's longtime assistant about just what a soft schedule. 
they played big time, Sam. All right. So they would somehow like get close enough to the top twenty five where they'd start out like six and zero, and through attrition, they would like work their way up to like you know. 18, 19, 20, then, you know, say they lose to the Aggies. Well, they dropped like from 19 to 24 or whatever, but then they'd play Patsies up until the Mountain West season and they would be, they were in like the top 25 for like ridiculous amounts of weeks over a course of, of years, Sam. Uh, so in this case, it's built on, you know, what the Lobos have done. And yeah, not, uh, not the case this time because I think they were 0 2 when they were ranked last year. So, but that's going to be the next challenge now you had your challenges against two ranked opponents at the pit they snuck in last year a couple of times and then fell out right yeah they, they, yeah, would, yeah. they would get ranked and then they would drop the next game but that's your next challenge now you you pass two big ones with there ranked opponents here you pass the big one go do it on the road it doesn't matter where it is you do it air force now this is going to be the next one where we're going to learn about this team talk about the business trip and how they handle it this time at san jose and State. next monday we'll be talking about this either way and you know you got at san jose state and then eight o'clock on sunday night i had to do a double take is that game against nevada yeah and that one's not even uh, uh, there's some of the some of the lusters off that one because no nevada's no, lost no, three in a row bite your tongue sam i, I mean come on all right you know who's oh, coaching man. That? Oh, man. bite your tongue i mean i, I mean nevada could be zero and 19 coming in here and it would have an enormous amount of luster um no, I mean, and, and that that is that game next Sunday night. Uh, so I, I like they if they do happen to, it won't be easy. San Jose State at all, um, and then uh, talk Ooh, about having San Diego a, State fits a week ago or so. Uh, excuse me, San Jose State. They gave San Diego State fits. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, just like you're on the road in this league. If you think it's going to be easy anywhere, uh, and San Jose State may an air force might be the well fresno who could get in the well uh, they're in the discussion for like the worst three teams in the league so uh we'll put that out there but that like doesn't mean it's in any way going to be easy i think a lot of us like look at their records against like the unlv game before the unlv game i was like okay well this this one you know they'll be able to handle the unlv and and then you see how good unlv is and, like that, that was dumb to just assume and you watch Air Force too. It, the point that I that the way I looked at it is Air Force is going to beat a lot of teams like in their place if they play like they played against New Mexico. Just New Mexico just had their number. So here, this is uh, that's Sam and and me talking about um, what we liked about the win. Here's uh, Coach Richard Patino on what he liked about the win. I liked a lot, obviously. I'm, you know, I mean, I thought we rebounded the ball very, very well defensively in the first half. In a lot of the second half, we played terrific defense. First part of the second half, not as good. Um, it's hard to beat a team in our conference on the road by 19, especially this team because they play a low-possession game. Offensively, 55% was great. Um, JT was terrific. Uh, just down low, they didn't have any answers for him. So, uh, Air Force have been getting better and better and better. Obviously, we came here last year, didn't play very well, um, and our guys were ready to go. Fans were amazing. It was all felt like a home court. Um, so really appreciate everybody that made the drive up. And uh, it's a road win. We haven't had one of those in conference. So proud of our guys. Yeah, and, and that certainly helps. I'll be curious to see if, if anybody makes the trip out to San Jose on Wednesday. But what I what I really like about the There's game... There's people that live up that way. Oh, too. Yeah. Like, you know, people that There's are in Northern California. Everywhere. Excuse There's me? Lobo fans everywhere. Yeah, Everybody's, yeah. Everyone's a the, Lobo. The cherry will be out there. 
Guy, I, you know, that would be an, a nice to be like a Lobo alumni living at Pebble Beach because Pebble Beach isn't too far from there. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, just live at Pebble Beach and go watch. That's where you'll be in a couple of years. Yeah, right. I, I wish. Yeah, $500 green fees. Yeah, right, Sam. <laughs> One thing I really do like about, about this game and just the culmination, just the pattern that the Lobos are on is... You know, there are no secrets with this with this team. Everybody knows you're coming in. Everybody knows about Jalen, about Mash, about JT, and a certain. We can keep going on. Like there are no secrets with how this Lobo team is getting to where they are, but teams aren't stopping it. And it's not even just that they're winning by 18 plus points. Lo- all these stars for the Lobos are getting theirs game in and game out. And what's really standing out as far as we're trying to figure out it, what what if anything of this is sustainable is the Lobos are getting theirs. Nobody really has an answer because if if it, if you take away one guy, there's still everybody else there that's going to light up the stat sheet like you're seeing. I mean, Jalen House, what, did you say Jalen House had nine points? Correct. I mean, that's not a... Jalen House had nine points and they won by nearly 20. I mean, that just speaks to where this team is at right now. And then you go the other way, like this is how it's supposed to go. You look at these teams' best players and what they're doing in the game's around when they're playing the Lobos. So, yeah. Like, so go back to San Diego State. Jaden Ledee. Again, I'll, I'll remind everybody, this is a man who averaged eight points a game last year. He's top ten in the nation in scoring this year. Look at Jaden Ledee. So just the the number the the numbers there as far as... Okay, so Jaden Ledee, game before, the, game before the Lobos. That San Jose State game, and it was a close one. San Diego State had to eat by that one at San Jose. Jaden Ledee... 31 points, 10 rebounds, 14 and 19 on free throws. Game against UNM, still a a respectable but a lot more modest 15 points, 6 rebounds. And in the plus minus, it was minus 14. Very next game, San Diego State gets Nevada at Viejas right back to a 20-point double-double. And, I mean, and look at great Osibor with Utah State. I mean, you can look at all these star players in the last couple of games they're playing like you would expect them to in every other game, but UNM is taking care of business and kicking butt to the rest of the team. Like that's when you know you're in a really good place. No question. I mean, and then just to add on one more thing, again, what the Lobos are getting like off their bench, um, uh, in the form of Amzil and and true Washington. Are you kidding me? Like. All he does is impress too. You know, like he 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 gets his minutes, and other than like Jalen House, who is obviously emotional, uh, Donnie Dent kind of may, might be you know kind of chill out a little bit because he's been pushing the envelope for uh, with the officials. But the rest of the team, you you don't hear a word out of them. They don't even really. Uh, have expressions when they're called for fouls, even if they're bad fouls. I mean, they just play ball, this team. And, um, you know, to have a few different, you know, on the fringe, nothing wrong with that big picture. But, like, true uh, Washington and JT Toppin, like, their their swagger and their confidence and their patience. You talked about JT, you know, getting it on the block there with this pivot foot. Like, Dude, that that's him going to work. I mean, that's him. If he sees an advantage going one way, he'll take it. If it's not there, you know, I'll just try and pivot the other way. You know, I'll look to maybe I'll do a ball fake or maybe then turn around. I mean, and and true Washington's got that that thing going on too of just that it factor. He had eleven points. Yeah, you know, and he just kind of just quietly, I think uh, nine, ten, eleven, just quietly in there, about fifty percent shooting. 
he's almost a carbon copy of what Dent was last year as a freshman, and now it's true in as a freshman, and they're, I mean, they're almost a carbon copy. It really is. In terms of their comfortability. Just everything. Sure. Just everything they're bringing to the table. Because, I mean, even, even True can put up a block here and there as an undersized oh, guard. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, by the end of last year, as a freshman, Donnie was one of the best blocking guards in the Mountain West. And, you know, we'll see if True comes along, if this is sustained over the course of the rest of the year. But everything that we loved about what Donnie did as a freshman last year, you're getting that almost to a T with True. <laughs> Great point. And, uh, you know... Uh, get back a couple of things about you know them shooting the threes. I mean, JT uh, was one of two from behind the three point line. Mustafa uh, made another one, uh, right? Must- yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Mustafa Amzil Hill he hit one too. But like um, Toppin, you you know like we see him shoot him. And my my theory on that is when he shoots him. Like, all the guys on the bench kind of stand up in anticipation. What does that mean? That they see him in practice, like, making threes. Uh, he Like, you and just don't, like you just don't chuck it up, you know, like, out of the offense. That, that's part of, like, what his game might include. True uh, is a, is an incredibly competent, like, three-point shooter. He didn't, hadn't had the volume, but we'll see that evolve. All right. Uh, like Just like Team Talk will evolve here. Here till 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll get back to some men's basketball. We've got Coach Mike Bradbury joining us at four, uh, 540. Huge win over UNLV. We'll uh, look forward to that conversation. Uh, we're also looking for uh, forward to the uh, red and green report and everything in between report uh, from the NFL divisional round. We'll do that when we come back. He's Sam Hauser, Joe O'Neill, ESPN Radio 1017, the team.